try to figure out how to explain where I am and why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I just realized that I'm never going to be able to convince everyone that this is a good idea through a worldly perspective. There's no way. Even on a spiritual level, if you believe in the Bible and you believe in Christianity and Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you still might think this is a bad idea. still feel this tugging, pulling for me to keep going. I have a really strong feeling that going forward in this job opportunity that I have in front of me, is going to deter me away from that calling and tugging I was just talking about. And I'm not being specific because I'm trying to be very cautious about what I say because I don't want to speak the wrong thing into existence. Um, I think I've talked about it before in the podcast that I've tried to change the way I speak because life and death lie in the power of the tongue. And if I talk about things that are um, issues in my life, um, I don't want to give them unnecessary strength or power over my life by exalting them any higher than they already are. And I know I need to tear down those things that exalt themselves against the word of Jesus Christ. And the word of Jesus Christ is, I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. Um, with him, I, I am strong. Um, he gives me strength when I am weak that I should fear no evil. So those are the things that I try to muster up whenever I'm down in my thoughts instead of doing the opposite. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, not being... <laughs> not being... Uh, specific in what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, so I just feel like um, that God is stretching me right now. <sighs> I told my dad a week ago that I feel like God is, he told me that he's solidifying my faith in him.
me just tell you that is a grueling process. Um, I always want to try to keep it in perspective that it can always be worse. Um, but man, it's not easy. Uh, like I was saying, I, 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 I do have a job opportunity lined up for me to, to make a decent amount of money. Um, but the hours for one are going to be crazy. And two, I, I already know that it's, it's going to pull away from my dreams and my visions and where I want to be. Um, And so this this whole, I don't know, it's not really an assignment, but um, this thing on this episode, per se, is really about who we say God is in our lives. And talking through it now... Um, I can see that I'm being tested. I can see I'm being tested by the world dangling provision in front of me that goes against the vision that God gave me, which essentially is giving me the question of, do you believe that I'm your provider? Do you believe that even though you can't see it right now, I'm going to make a way where there is none? See, answering the question of, yes, Lord, I believe that's easy. The hard part is about 10 minutes from now when I leave this state of mind of recording or um, or thinking about this topic and then I go about my day and I run into somebody and they say, oh, you know, what's going on, Jamal? So what are you up to these days? Oh, my gosh. That is like one of the most. I, I don't want to say frightening, but I mean, it's just like, oh, my gosh, because it rushed everything that I just talked about in the past seven minutes rushes back into my head and it's like I have to re-answer the question and reaffirm myself of why I'm walking this path. And it's hard. It's very hard. 
And at first it was, it was like I needed to like, oh, well maybe like this person's asking me because I need to change my mind about what I'm doing. And then I started praying and I said, you know, Lord, change, change my perspective, change, change my thought process, my thought process on how you want me to view this. And I started to realize that I was getting a lot of practice in what I was going to be speaking into the future, what I was going to be um, helping somebody else through who's um, maybe struggling to stand on his promise and and see the vision that he has for you. Um, I realized that in my unknown steps, God was creating a roadmap for somebody else. Um, I don't know who that person is. I don't know um, who it will be in the future or... Um, but what I do know is that is if he said it, it's going to happen. So I just need to stand strong. Um, I had a very strong vision uh, going to the altar on Tuesday night um, at church, talking about literally everything that I was talking about. And I wasn't really into the service. Um, Pastor Vanessa was speaking at FCC. Um, and it wasn't that I was, I wasn't listening to the service. It was my stomach was messed up. And, um, she was talking about Ezekiel and how he was in the, how God brought him to just a straight desolate land uh, scattered with dry bones. And God asked him, can these bones live? His response was, Lord, you know. I don't know, um, but you know. And she related that to people and their dreams and visions seem, seem dead, seem impossible. There's no life in them whatsoever. And that's where my dreams are. <clears throat> and the only one who can breathe life into those situations, um, the only one who can bring those dry bones back to life is God. Um, He's put you there for a reason so you can 
know that he is the God of the impossible. He's the maker of ways where there is none. He is a provider. He is your healer. That's who God is to me. God to me, right off the top, is my Heavenly Father. With my dad not being a huge presence in my life, God is for sure filled that missing piece. And after my Heavenly Father, I see God as my friend, mentor, coach, counselor, provider, banker. <laughs> he fills, he fulfills all of my needs. And it's great because he knows what I he knows what needs to be fulfilled before I do. He has been and always will be my provider of hope, faith, confidence, reassurance. And there's been many of times I just wanted needed his reassurance and he happily obliged. The more and more I draw closer to him and build an intimate relationship with him, it's the more powerful Matthew 7 7 stands out to me. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. And some people see this as, you know, a newfound philosophy, the law of attraction, right? Written in books like Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. But really, God was and is. It's him. It's not a philosophy. It's the true power of God. It's his power and his unfailing love that grants us these things that we seek in our lives. And the more older and mature I've gotten, I have under, I've understood that God does truly, like he truly, truly wants to give us what we desire. He, he wants us to be full of joy, fulfillment, laughter, happiness, blessed, living on cloud nine. And he's willing to provide all this if we can just make, just make a decision. It's that decision. And if you don't know what that decision is, it's it's putting everything down before him, taking your hands off the wheel, allowing him to be the captain of your ship and surrendering everything to him and making that decision. And my life has shown me the insane amount of love that God has for me. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I, I had the most beautiful experience with God, man, I was I was coming I was coming home from the gym and I was walking up the stairs. I got this feeling in my heart to just go in my room, you know, be silent, meditate on God. So I did that right when I got in, laid down, got my mind right and started focusing on God. And I'm going to try to paint this picture for you the best I can, because this was honestly the most powerful thing that's ever happened to me in my life. I laid down and just started praying and asking God to clear my mind and started thinking of the name Jesus and I just kept saying it and repeating it out loud in my head, you know, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I, sometimes I felt like I couldn't even stop saying it. And I started thinking thinking of his other names and qualities to describe him and started just praising him and blessing his name. And I did this for a while and I started to feel very peaceful. Right. I started to, you know, I started to get a great feeling of peace and I was hoping and wanting his presence to be with me in the room. 
And out of nowhere, I, I just started crying. Tears kept falling down my cheeks into my eye, I mean, uh, into my ears. And the word love just came up in my mind, like just, just took, just removed everything out of my mind. And just the word love came up. Like the word was so clear in the forefront of my brain. And I just wanted to feel the love of Jesus. And I, I, I just started focusing on it and, and boom, I feel this, this, this absolute feeling of God's love. Like it's ridiculous. Like, and, and I knew it was God because nothing or nothing could be that powerful and peaceful at the same time. It, guys, his, his love was so powerful. I, I cannot even describe it. There are no words to the feelings I had rushing through my body. I, I, I could not speak. Words couldn't come out of my mouth. I, like I literally tried to speak. I, I could only think, but I couldn't even really think of words to describe the love I was feeling. I found myself reaching like I was reaching up to the sky and I, I was trying to get up and I really couldn't like the love was so powerful. Like I could not speak. I could not think. And I tried to sit up and I, I could I just I couldn't. It was oh, my gosh, it, it was so unbearable, but it was so amazing like the love was so powerful. Like it, I feel like it just knocked the wind out of me. Nothing was being said. I just, oh, oh my goodness. Like I'm being, I'm feeling astonished right now. Just, just talking about it. And when I was able to get some, some words out, finally, you know, it was the same words, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus repeatedly. And when that feeling stopped, I began to just, just hit with joy laughter and I could not stop laughing and crying at the same time like it was so amazing it was such an oh my goodness it was such an amazing experience and it made me after when I was just sitting there it made me think about the stories in the Bible how you know how some people couldn't even bear God's presence like they, they the people were blinded people were put down to their knees he told Moses in Exodus 3 do not come any closer take off your sandals for the place you are standing is holy ground and his power and his love is beyond, it's just beyond our means, man. And so if I had to choose, you know, just one word, there's so many, or actually there's no words that can describe God, but love. You know, God is his love. You know, God is, God is love, pure, holy, powerful love. And that that's what God is to me. And I hope he is and can be to you. What's going on, everybody? Rudy here from uh, COTM. Just about to get in on this last episode that we're doing for season one of the podcast, um, <clears throat> which, you know, just huge shout out to you guys, the listeners. Just the amount of plays we have um, is absolutely insane. The amount of people hearing uh, God's word is um, a little overwhelming and absolutely a blessing. And we're just honored to to do this this is just awesome and super fun and uh if there's any anybody out there that wants to get involved by all means hit us up but um basically this episode is more so a who slash what is god to me and um the fellas we all did this individually so that our answers wouldn't influence one another or that we could just make sure that even if we spoke a lot about something similar, that it was unplanned as little as possible. Um, I really just kind of wanted this to be very um, individual based because, 
You know, I think God has done something different in each of our lives to get us where we are. And he's given us different traits and tools um, for us as a trio to really be uh, successful and get this word out. Um, Not to say that either one of us couldn't do it as individuals, but I think he definitely brought us together for a reason. And, you know, where uh, (laughs) two or more are gathered. So, um, yeah, uh, for me personally... I just, I think uh, saying who or what he is is really saying the same thing. You know, if you wanted to go along the list and say he's my father, my protector, my provider, so on and so forth, those are people, yes, but they're doing things. So, you know, they're both kind of a, a who and a what at the same time. So I guess for me, if I want to simplify it and, you know, take it down to one word, the word that comes to mind when I think of God is uh, opportunity, you know, and so I'm, I'm kind of going to go through a list of opportunities that he's provided me with. And um, yeah, and so, um, you know, even with just starting off with just being alive in general, one, making it to 24 years old. Um, we're at the end of or we're at the beginning of December, the end of the year, you know, so 2018 is just around the corner, but making it to 24 is already an absolute blessing in itself. And even just being born, the mathematical odds are like 400 trillion to one. So life itself is such an incredible opportunity. Um, You have an opportunity to make a difference on this physical world. You know, um, you think of all the kids that have illnesses, um, that have ailments and, you know, or even kids that don't even make it to conception. They don't even, or they make it to conception. They don't, they're not even born. Right. So, um, there's just so many different things that can happen along that process. And being born is such a gentle, fragile, long, long, long process, Um, That has to be treated respectfully. Um, It's just incredible. But, you know, that opportunity in itself, waking up every day is an opportunity in itself. But just being born, you know what I'm saying? Like, think about the fact that your body does all these things for itself while you sleep, while your brain, while you think your brain is resting, while you are mentally resting, your body is functioning perfectly to repair your muscles, um, to repair any ailments, to process food, um, to give you energy and restore you for the next day of work uh, that you have to carry out. So just even starting with that, life is just such a great opportunity, um, such a blessing to have. And uh, I know I take it for granted way more than I should. Um, And I try not to, but You know, that's just one. But for me personally, um, he gave me very young parents, which um, was an opportunity to grow with them, um, but also to have a very different relationship than most people have with their parents. I was able to have different conversations and ultimately just gain a different understanding of them, of the process of life in general, Um, an opportunity to learn what to do and what not to do as well. So um, tons from that, you know, he gave me a big family. So even though I had young parents, he gave me a huge family on both sides. Um, so I had ample support and people that could take care of me. It was a huge opportunity to receive different types 
of love and different types of wisdom um, and an opportunity for my brain to be able to sift through all this different information and advice that I'm getting, going back to being able to learn what to do and what not to do. Um, I'm a huge believer that I take bits and chunks and small little pieces from every single person that I interact with and I can attribute that back to just being loved by so many different people um, and receiving uh, advice from so many different people. Um, which I love the, you know, that just makes me love people because I know that you can gain something from anybody and you can give something to anybody. Um, but one of my favorites, um, is that he provided me with sports, which was, man, um, you know, the opportunities are infinite and just endless. Um, it's just one of those things that you get trial and test and practice, um, learning how to lead versus like learning how to play a role, um, when to sacrifice, what to sacrifice, you know, and for example, a small example, brief example, you know, in basketball with the end of the game, when it's a close lead, it's knowing to give up, you know, a two point shot because it's a three point or four point game. you right. So just for an example, um, knowing what to sacrifice, when to sacrifice, maybe even personally pride being able to sacrifice that to play a role so that you can play subject to the overall success of the team. Sometimes it means playing a position that you don't want to play, right? So it really, it really just depends. But um, an understanding of goals, progression, leading by example, uh, learning how to win as well as learning how to learn from shortcomings so that there's not really any such thing as a loss. Um, you know, you can't scratch, uh, scratch losses out of the, the calendar and out of the schedule. And, you know, if you lose the championship, you don't get to take the trophy home, but that's an opportunity to learn an opportunity to be humble an opportunity to show sportsmanship and an opportunity to feel that way so that you can aspire to never feel that way again. Um, but be humble enough so that when you do win, that you respect your opponent nonetheless. It was also a way for me to not hang out with the neighborhood kids. Um, for my grandma, per se, she didn't want me hanging out with the neighborhood kids. She wanted me occupied um, and distract not distracted, but she wanted me occupied and doing something that was going to burn my energy and take up that mid-afternoon to evening time so that by the time I got home, it was too late to go out and play anyways. I can see that as an opportunity for a better life. Um, because if I wasn't playing sports year-round, who knows what I would have found to occupy my time, right? Um, especially in the neighborhoods that some of my family lived in. So um, in being an only child with a big family, young parents, I was provided with the opportunity to go to private school because they could all kind of chip in and contribute. Um, nonetheless, in the Bay Area, which is easily the most culturally diverse and financially booming area in the nation by far, um, you know, this is like huge opportunity um, to become diverse in all facets, like as a human being alone, like to develop great empathy and compassion for people of all backgrounds. Like I said earlier, to I can gain and give um, to and from anybody. It doesn't matter who they are, where they're from, uh, where they were raised, what ethnicity they are, what color their skin is. Uh, love is love, right? So, um, yeah. And just, you know, through that diversity, right? Opportunities are just endless, honestly. Like, um, through being able to play multiple sports, 
um, through being able to have a story and separate myself from others and be different and be diverse, I was granted the opportunity to not only go to uh, a private high school, um, but to receive financial assistance as well so that that didn't burden my family as much as it could have. Um, you know, and in this, I had opportunities to excel at many things, um, to play these sports against easily some of the most competitive athletes in not only the regions and state, but in the nation. Um, I think athletically, the league that we played in is ranked like third in the nation amongst, um, baseball and football. I don't know so much about basketball, but I'm sure things have changed since then. So, um, but I played baseball, so that's kind of what mattered to me. Anyways, uh, you know, the opportunity to compete at a very high level, um, and to just grow so much, to excel at many things, to make a lot of connections, uh, two of those connections just happened to be the gentleman that I co-host the podcast with. So, you know, talk about opportunity, but, uh, through many blessings, through many victories and many failures, he's presented me with opportunities to affect my community, uh, to help my peers and to build his brand. So, you know, obviously the greatest opportunity that he's given me is the one to get to know him. You know, the debt that he's paid for mine and our sins, you know, out of all the opportunities that I have, this is the one I'm least deserving of. And it's exactly why this podcast even exists in the first place. Like we don't thank him enough. We don't do enough. We don't care enough. And that's just something that needs to change. Our generation really can be the difference, um, especially with all the tools and resources we have available to us. And that's an opportunity that I refuse to let pass me up. Um, you know, I just, I pray you guys are with me on that. And if you do feel that way, please message us, um, so that we can make a difference together. This is literally just the beginning. We're literally finding our voice. We're growing and there's a lot that's going to happen. And we'd love you guys to be a part of it. If that's where your heart is at, if that's where you're feeling called. So feel free to message us and, uh, see even the simplest way that you could help us out, um, help get his word out or contribute and do whatever, you know, in general, we want to help you grow. We want to grow. Um, yeah. And so just, you know, to go back through this platform alone, right? Christians of the millennia, Instagram, SoundCloud, us as people, text message, whatever this platform that we have, Scratch that again. Through this platform, um, Christians of the Millennia, COTM for short, um, he's provided me and us the the opportunity to be an extension of his will, right? Through our willingness to grow before your eyes, we aspire to inspire. You know, if you're hearing these words right now, that is the opportunity you've been given to hear him calling you. You didn't just listen to this for no reason. You didn't listen this far into the episode for no reason. You've been called, and there's no doubt about it. And the more words that I spit on it, the more you're agreeing with me. So, so I mean, you know, I can go on and on because um, his overflow is just insane. Um, but I just wanted to re- reiterate that through God, the opportunities are endless, and they're all possible. We may not be able to count them all, diagnose them all, and explain them all, uh, but the ones we can grasp and get a hold of um, and the ones that we decide to really run with, 
are going to be the one, the very ones that make the difference in the long run anyways, right? His will, so. But I uh, just wanted to take this last opportunity um, to thank you guys for listening to this, for listening to us, and ultimately for listening to him. Um, you know, God loves you, and I pray for his blanket of protection over your life. Um, the same that he's provided me with to get to this point. Uh, I pray he has great favor over your life, but I also pray that you understand that that favor is not very light to carry. I pray for peace and confidence in your steps and patience in your path. I pray for blessings, many, 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 many blessings over his Christians of the millennia. That's us. That's you guys. That's the people. That's his church. Uh, that's our generation. That's what we aspire to be. And uh, Lord, let our words be yours. And may these people receive your love and see your blessings around and through us. In your beautiful name, I humbly pray. Amen. Um, but yeah, guys, I just, he's just opportunity. He's that opportunity to make your next moment better than your last one. I said that in our first episode, and I say that again now. He is the opportunity to make tomorrow better than today, better than yesterday. He's able to literally make right now better than two seconds ago. You could be feeling anxious, stressed, worried, shoot up an honest, faithful prayer, and watch that all leave your body instantaneously, guys. Opportunity. Opportunity is truly endless with him, and um, I just pray that you guys see that. Um, I know we all want what we desire um, in this world, but... If you allow him to shape your world to that, what's going to be most conducive to your success, um, man, <laughs> yeah, great things, great things lie ahead of you. So um, just be patient, trust him enough to trust yourself, and um, let's get after it. There's still three weeks left, guys. So three weeks left of 2017, it's 21 days worth the blessings to go and get so i wish you all the best and i uh thank you for listening and uh holiday is coming up christmas is coming up so um if you're in our first hundred followers be expecting a message from us and uh yeah we will chat soon hope you guys appreciated this hope you learned something from this hope you gained something from this um we're not trying to be teachers we're just literally trying to grow before you because we truly believe that you can learn from other people's failures and successes. You don't need to fail yourself to learn or to succeed or to level up. So, um, yeah, we love you guys and thank you for the support.